The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live net talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to New Reflections with Dr. Adam Rubenstein. Skin care and plastic surgery are hot topics these days. Let Dr. Rubenstein answer your questions and explain what you'll want to look for in aesthetic products and cosmetic procedures. Get ready for a discussion about all things aesthetic. Now, live from Miami, Florida, American Board Certified Plastic Surgeon, Dr. Adam Rubenstein. Welcome to New Reflections. We've got a brand new show today talking about hair reduction, but it's not the kind of hair reduction that you need to go to a doctor's office for. What we're talking about today is home laser hair removal. It's more than a little off the side. That's the name of the show. Home laser hair removal, more than a little off the side. And we're going to be talking about different devices that you can get in your home to do your own laser hair reduction, laser hair removal. And we're going to talk about hair removal in general, and we've got a couple of guests coming on the show. Joining us today will be Scott Lyon, who comes to us from Home Skin Innovations, uh, a company that brings you the brand Silken. And uh, we've got a couple really interesting products to help you reduce all of them. This will be Tim Bunch. Uh, he is uh, the director of North American Marketing and Sales for a company named Tria, who has a home laser hair reduction device. That's a little different from what we're going to talk to Scott about. But they're, all of these products are designed to help you permanently reduce the amount of hair that you have, even remove hair permanently in certain parts of your body, really all over your body. But let's get to talking about hair reduction. This is huge, huge, huge business in the United States. There were almost a million hair reduction treatments done uh, last year, and looking at numbers from 2009, 893,000 treatments were done in 2009. This business is about is uh, almost a quarter billion dollars in revenues, 244 million in annual revenue across the industry. The average person that goes to get hair reduction, you know, this is something you, you can't do just once and it's gone forever because your hair grows in lots of different cycles. You know, there's hair in different stages of growth at all times. And because of that, you can only reduce the hair, certain hairs that are in certain stages of growth. So that, that's why you can't just have one treatment because you're only going to catch a certain percentage of the hair at that time. So you do have to do uh, various treatments. You have to repeat the treatments uh, a number of times over, over the course of uh, a few months. And you're going to get great potentially permanent and certainly long-lasting results. Now, the average person that has hair reduction or hair removal treatments gets it four treatments on average. Each of those treatments costs, on average in the United States, about 275 bucks. So you're looking at roughly $1,000 to permanently remove hair from some part of your body. Now, when you think about hair reduction, some people would think that it's all women going to have things done. Well, actually... 20% of the people that go and have hair reduction are men. Men are doing their faces, they're doing their necks, men are doing their chests and backs. I mean, really, 
anything's game. This is not an entirely new thing. Everyone's heard of hair reduction and laser hair removal, and you hear commercials for it all over the radio because it's such big business. But when did this all get started? Well, in the 1960s, they came out with the first lasers that were thought to be able to reduce hair. And we're going to talk a little bit later when we, when we get uh, Scott and Tim on the show. We're going to talk about how those devices exactly work. But let's just say that the first lasers that came out came out in the 1960s. Problem with them was it was the con- what we call a continuous wave laser. And that's a laser that's always on, sort of like a flashlight. You flip it on, and while it's on, it's shining, and you turn it off, and it's off. And that's not great for removing hair. It's sort of like trying to water a, a flower pot with a hoe, with a fire hose. You know, it's just too much power and too much energy all the time, so that didn't work out well. Then they had a little shutter system called a Q-switch laser, and that was a little bit better, but they hadn't really figured out how to reduce the hair. What were the best types of laser to do that? In the 1970s, they had a little bit more precision when they came out with these things that are fiber optic probes. You know, you always hear the words fiber optics, your phone lines, your cable lines. Everything is running by fiber optics now. Well, that started for hair reduction in the 1970s when the little lines that carried the laser energy became fiber optic. Now, that was very precise, but when they originally came to market, they were saying, oh, this is a great way to remove hair with no pain. Well, let me tell you, this stuff doesn't tickle. So that didn't go very well. Then there's a new generation of machines that came out in the 80s that had better targeting and, you know, meaning that they had, they, they were figuring out the wavelengths of laser that were specific for hair. And we'll talk about this in a little while. It really was designed for dark hair. And that worked a little bit better, but still not terrifically. And they hadn't really tuned it in well enough. And right around 1995 was when the first laser machine received FDA clearance. And that was the, the first machine to get FDA clearance to reduce hair. Now, it wasn't the type of lasers that we use today. We've come a long way since 1995. I mean, it's been almost 20 years, and and we have new technology. But when these things came out, you had to use a particular lotion, this carbon-based lotion that you'd put on your skin, and the laser would heat up the lotion. The lotion would heat up the hair and the follicle and damage it, and, and voila, you have less hair growing. And that worked. Problem was, it also caused a little bit of skin damage. So you had to be really careful The next generation started looking at the melanin, the pigment in the hair, and specifically getting at that pigment and getting down to the follicle that way. And that was just a couple years later, about 1997, when the first machines started showing up with that specific targeting. And also, they had cooling systems. As I mentioned, this stuff hurts. Well, the reason it hurts is it creates a lot of heat. And the new machines, the newer machines at that time, had skin cooling systems. So and that's really where everything is now. Now we're trying to do it with the coolest level of energy, so you have the least amount of heat generated. And a lot of the machines have systems to cool. And we're talking about machines that are in the doctor's office. And there's lots of options there. And you know, through all these generation changes, they've come down with you know four or five different kinds of lasers. So if you're out there thinking about what kind of laser you're going to use, well, here's some quick tips. The first laser to come out was something called an Alexandrite laser, and and these things work on wavelengths. A laser, in particular, is a single wavelength of energy, and we're going to talk about that as we get down this list real quick. 
The Alexandrite laser works on a 755 nanometer wavelength. It doesn't mean anything to you, but the point is that that wavelength wasn't so great for darker skin tones because it would actually heat the skin up and you can get some burns. So they had to lower the energy when using that particular type of laser, again, an Alexandrite. Still can be very effective for hair reduction, but not great for darker skin tones. Then the next generation came out with pulsed diode lasers. Uh, it's another type, uh, 810 nanometers. We're getting up the spectrum a little bit. And so it's now it's getting better for darker skin tones. You still can't do really dark skin tones. And when we get into it, we'll talk about how you can tell what you can use these machines for. Because you're going to be buying these at home and making your decision yourself without a doctor. Another choice would be neodymium YAG or ND YAG, and that works at 1064 nanometers, 1064 nanometers. It's even higher on the spectrum, and that is probably currently the best choice for darker skin as a laser. But now let's talk about IPL or intense pulsed light. Well, intense pulsed light is a light treatment, not a laser treatment. It's not really laser hair reduction, but it's very similar because it's using the light energy that's focused with a, a spike, the concentration at that 810 nanometer uh, wavelength. And, and that is what some of the most successful lasers have been. The IPL has the advantage of being a little bit more gentle, but it's also a little bit less concentrated because it's not a laser. It's broad spectrum light that's kind of filtered, so you get a majority of energy in that wavelength. But it, it, it does have some spread of the types of light that you're treating with. And the good news to that is, well, you can treat other hair colors. The bad news is it may be not as concentrated or as strong as using a laser there. Now, we talked about all the different places you can treat, the face, the body, the arms, the legs, the back, the bikini. You can treat it all, and you can do it at home. You don't have to go to doctor's offices. Going to a doctor's office may be a little bit more effective in terms of the amount of energy these machines can have, but the convenience of being at home may be just the thing that you're looking for. So let's talk about these devices that you can use it at home. Remember, we're talking about home laser hair reduction or home hair reduction devices. So I want to introduce our first guest. I'd like to introduce Scott Lyon. Scott Lyon is the vice president of sales for Home Skinovations, this company that brings you the brand Silken. And the Silken brand has a, a few devices, actually, that are meant for home use. That's the whole point of the Home Skinovations uh, company. And we're going to talk to Scott about all of the different devices that they provide, and specifically two that they are providing for home hair reduction. Scott, welcome to New Reflections. Great, thank you. I'm uh, glad to be here. And I, listen, I just I really enjoyed your historical perspective of the hair <laughs> removal market, and uh, obviously you're uh, you're well studied in that regard. Well, yeah, we're just trying to make sure everyone in the, uh, here on New Reflections making sure everyone knows the, the whole truth, the full truth, and nothing the truth. Let's talk truth about home devices. When did, skin, uh, when did Home Skin Innovations start in the hair removal business? Well, um, Home Skin Innovations itself uh, was a company formed in 2006. Uh, but actually, our history goes way back before that because you had mentioned some of these IPL devices that were um, brought about in the 1990s. And we have the history of the scientists that are working with my company go back to uh, some of the early patents on the IPL systems. And so we started in the medical arena and watched the evolution of technology to the point where in 2006 we, uh, we started working on a home device and we got our first FDA clearance in 2008 for that device. Really a neat idea. Now, you know, we're talking about stuff we use at home. The first thing I want to make clear is, you know, I have an IPL machine in my office. 
and we use it for hair reduction. We use it for lots of other things. And as, as you probably know, IPL, being that it's broad spectrum light, you can use it for lots of stuff, getting rid of brown spots, getting rid of some vascular things like the, the spider veins people see. And it can be very effective for hair reduction. And that's probably your biggest market in the reason that you're choosing to provide a home device you know, for that purpose. But the home devices, and we're going to talk about them, and you guys were great about getting me some devices to look at while we're talking. I'll tell the audience what, what I see and how this thing works. I'm actually going to do some treatments on the air, by the way. I'm going to go ahead and, and treat parts of my body, uh, and we'll see how it feels. I'll tell you what I'm experiencing and how easy it is to use. I tried. I was messing around with it last time. i got to tell you these things are pretty cool. Uh, but when we're using the stuff at home, tell me the difference between doing home treatments versus your perspective of going to a doctor's office. What can someone expect? Well, that's a great question. And, you know, it goes back to a big scientific term called selective photothermolysis. And you discussed it in, in, in terms of getting the right amount of energy to the right place for the right duration of time. And through the course of history, uh, we have gone from using almost like a shotgun to hit a fly, so now we're very precise in terms of how much energy we can deliver. They are, these are pulsed lasers or pulsed light sources as compared to the continuous. So it's a very short duration of energy which goes down to the depth of the follicle. But I will say that the word home came in, and the most important feature that these systems have is called a skin sensor. And as you mentioned before, uh, the pigment in the skin sometimes can absorb the light or the laser energy, and that can cause an adverse reaction like a blister, skin redness, or it can make it hurt even more. Both of the systems that we'll, you'll be talking about today have skin sensors, which send out a, a tiny pulse of light that measure the pigment and the density of the pigment or the color in the skin, and if it passes that measurement, then and only then will these systems be able to deliver that energy down to the follicle of the hair. All right, so that, that's very, very important. There's a couple things I want to make uh, a little clearer for everyone listening. When we do stuff in the office, we use a rating system. It's called the Fitzpatrick scale, and the Fitzpatrick scale is all about the color of your skin and the ability to either tan or burn. Basically, people that are kind of alabaster white, are the ones that started at a one on the Fitzpatrick scale, and the the really darkest skin that you you can find would be a six, uh, and the, the scale runs from one to six, where one, two, and three are your average Caucasian people, and you start getting into a little bit darker skin tones, olive tones, when you get into a type four. And uh, as you get darker, you know, between four, five, and six, that's really where the gray area comes, and particularly in what you would consider a type four and what you consider a type five. And that's where most of these devices are limited, where you can really, you know, you can hurt someone. You can cause burns on the skin if you are treating someone who's too dark for these type of devices. So it's a really cool thing that these home devices have a way to check it, and I'm guessing that they probably are set to really conservative measures. So, you know, they're not, they're probably, even though you can treat one through four, it's probably real conservative on what it's calling a type four. Uh, and just to keep you safe. And I think that's a good idea. Now, the other thing is we're talking about getting the right amount of energy to the right place, the right amount of time. And that's where I want to make a distinction on what's going on between home treatments and office treatments. 
in the office, we're using machines that are capable of generating a lot more power than these home devices can do, and we're doing it with a lot more experience than just someone who went online and bought their that bought themselves a, a home device. And that's fine. Just recognize that you're you're making a trade when you're doing home treatments. You're saying, look, it's a lot more convenient for me to sit around and you know watch my favorite TV show and do these treatments at home then have to get in my car and drag my butt down to the doctor's office or to the laser hair removal spa or what have you, and to do that a number of times through the course of a few months. It's a whole lot easier for me to plump myself down on my couch or sit in my own bedroom and, you know, pop, 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 and, and get rid of my own hair. You're just going to be doing it with a little bit less uh, power, actually probably a lot less power, but uh, still getting effective treatments. So there's a trade-off there. It might take you longer to get where you want to be with your hair reduction, but it's still a reasonable choice. And we'll talk about cost. There's a, a big cost differential too. So talk, we talked a little bit how it works. We're getting this energy, and the energy is tuned. I, I still think it's tuned to dark-colored hair. Isn't that right? That's absolutely correct. The darker the, the hair, the, the more energy gets absorbed into the follicle. Okay, so dark hair... And we're getting the energy tuned to the color of the dark hair. We're zapping that area with the energy. The hair grabs the energy. It heats up. And that heat causes damage along the shaft of, of the hair, and particularly down into the hair follicle, which will either stunt it or basically kill it if you get enough concentrated energy where no hair will grow in that follicle any longer. And so that's the principle of how it's working. And you, know, you guys first came up with this for home use, you said, in 2008 when you got FDA clearance. Which device was that? That was actually our original Silken device, and that was a device that did not have the sensor that we talked about before. So what would happen is a, a pr prospective customer or uh, somebody wanting to use it at home would end up buying it from their physician who would measure them on that Fitzpatrick scale that you had talked about before. And, and once they, they deemed that they were an appropriate uh, Fitzpatrick type, then they would sell them the system and they would go home and use it. That was the first system. Um, shortly after that, we came out with a system called the Silken Sense Appeal, which had the, had the sensor built into the unit so that every few pulses, that sensor will send out that little trigger mechanism to measure the skin. So if you're moving it from an arm to a leg to a bikini to an upper lip, then it, you'll know and you'll feel comfortable that every few times you pulse, you're getting that skin sensor to measure your skin type again. All right, that's a really neat advancement. And when did the sense appeal first show up? Uh, we started selling that in 2009. Really, just a year later. That's a great advancement. I want to talk about it. And actually, I have a sense appeal sitting right next to me. We're going to fire this thing up and uh, treat one side of my arm and see how this thing feels. And we're going to do that after we take this short commercial break. We'll be right back doing live hair reduction that you can do in your very own uh, your very own home in just a moment after this short break here on new reflections your life your health your network this is voice america health and wellness cosmetic surgery is a big deal make sure you do your homework why this is not my car I'm working on. I may settle for an okay job on that, but I won't settle for anything less when it comes to my body. Do your homework. 
My doctor trained with world-renowned plastic surgeons. My doctor is a fully board-certified plastic surgeon. My doctor is an MD and on staff at several Florida hospitals. My doctor is an associate professor of surgery at a major university. My doctor is Adam Rubenstein. People pick a doctor based on trust. You can trust Dr. Rubenstein. He has the experience, knowledge, and artistic touch you're looking for. Call 305-792-7575. That's 305-792-7575. Call today for a free consultation. Dr. Adam Rubenstein, Turnberry Plastic Surgery at Biscayne Boulevard in the William Lehman Causeway, where medicine meets artistry. My doctor is Adam Rubenstein. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to New Reflections with Dr. Adam Rubenstein. If you have a question or comment for the host or this week's guests, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You can also send an email to info at dr-rubenstein.com. That's info at dr-rubenstein.com. Now, back to New Reflections. Welcome back to New Reflections. We're here talking about home hair reduction. And we're talking with Scott Lyon, who comes to us from Home Skin Innovations. They're the makers of the Silken brand of devices. And we're, I'm sitting here looking at a sense appeal that's sitting on my desk right next to me. It's pretty small, about, uh, I don't know, about uh, it's not half a loaf of bread. It's not really that big. It uh, doesn't take up a whole lot of room. It's got a probe on it that's uh, about about the size of a fat hot dog in a bun. And uh, it's got a sensor that's on one side and a nice big wide grip. It's easy to hold. And, uh, Scott, why don't you take me through what I would do? I'm going to go ahead and treat myself with this and uh, tell me what I need to do. I'm going to turn the machine on. You guys are probably going to hear a little fan that's going that cools the device down so it doesn't get too hot. There it goes. All right, now let me say, I am a wimp, so I'm not going to take it up to high levels, but I want to see what this thing feels like, and I was playing with it before. So, Scott, take me through, how am I using this thing? What do I do? Okay, so, you know, we had talked about putting the right amount of energy at the right place for the right amount of time, and, and part of that is making sure that there's, no, there's limited obstacles in the web. So the first thing anybody to do when they start to use really any of these hair removal devices is shave the surface hair off. Because okay. that surface hair is going to, you talked about how this is less energy than, than in a doctor's office. Well, any of that hair on the surface is going to impede the energy or stop the energy from going down to the point where it really needs to do, to go, to create that long-lasting or permanent hair reduction. So right. we shave it off. We right. do it a couple of test spots. And when we do that, this, the, this particular unit, and most of the units out there will have varying power uh, settings. We have one through five on this particular unit. We okay. suggest you do a couple of spots at the level one, and you want to move quickly because really three to five, energy levels three to five is where you're going to get the most effect. And um, so you want to do a little spot. You'll watch it for, you know, about a minute, and then probably go up to level three and and go ahead and start, you know, pulsing. And when you pulse, it's a six square centimeter spot. So you'll Press down. Uh, it won't operate unless it's touching your skin. Mm-hmm. You hit a 
false, you'll see the flash. And a couple of seconds later, you, you know, you can move it. You can move it, and then a couple of seconds later, you can hit the button again, and you'll see a flash again, and you'll be able to treat six square centimeters at a time. Okay, so six square centimeters. Looks like it's a, it's a two by three, two centimeter by three little screen here. Correct. And I see that there's a sensor right on the side of it. I guess that's checking the uh, skin on the Fitzpatrick scale. Absolutely, that sends out a little beam, a little beam of invisible light, and it and it measures the uh, the impedance of that light, and you know it'll tell the system whether or not. And you you are correct. You mentioned before that these are set at a very conservative level because the last thing we want to see is somebody getting, you know, a blister or redness of the skin after using something at home for hair removal. All right, so let's give this a whirl. I got my forearm prepped. I'm uh, putting this thing up against it. And I place it against it. How do I know if my skin is good? It's going to do it automatically? Yep, it'll do it automatically. So just push this little button on top? Correct. Okay, here we go. All right, I, it's on level one. It's pretty tolerable feels warm. Uh, you definitely know something's been done, but uh, not too bad. And I pressed uh, pretty firmly, but not too hard, and I can see the outline of what I've treated, so I know exactly where I should be, and I'm going to you know, line up. You guys recommend overlapping at all? You know, really we recommend, if anything, a 10% overlap. Okay. So you so make so sure that there's no gaps in between. And you'll see those impressions from the, the, the outline of, of the six square centimeters. So you can line them up almost right next to each other. Exactly what I did. So I'm going to do another one just like that. Here we go. All right. That wasn't too bad. So I'm looking at, uh, at the skin. Everything looks pretty good. You recommend waiting about a minute, but, you know, I know that I'm okay with this treatment. So I'm going to put it up to a level three, and I'm doing this with a little bit of apprehension. I'm not good with the uh, with pain here. So let's give this another shot. I'm going a, a little bit higher. Got a level three. Here we go. One, two, three. Uh, it's not that much hotter. <laughs> Definitely feel it doing something. So I, I, I'm feeling brave. I'm going up to a level five. Let's see if, uh, if my breakfast made me stronger this morning. Okay, let me do this on level five. This is the highest setting for the machine. One, two, three. You know, each level is definitely hotter, but only a little bit so. Now, do you guys recommend doing multiple passes or just one pass? Mm-hmm. Would, so would you recommend multiple you passes? You and I, or, as a doc, sorry? Yeah, it's multiple passes or one pass when you're doing home treatments? We recommend one pass. Okay. And, uh, um, you know, okay, go ahead. The, you know, as um, we have the pain chromosome, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of the people, 80% of the people. Uh, Scott, you know, I think we're having a little bit of cell trouble, no, but, you know, we can. Uh, we're just, just losing you a little bit on the cell line. See if we can get you on, uh, maybe a landline or, or maybe a more secure cell situation, but, you know, using this sense appeal was pretty simple, and uh, it worked pretty well. I, I, you know, I won't know what the end results will be, but it's definitely tolerable. I think it's something that you can definitely do at home, and it, you, there are lots of things you can do to cool your skin down before you have the treatment if you worry. But you know, I'm a wimp, and it really wasn't so bad. So that's the sense appeal, and uh, let's see if we can uh, switch over now, Scott. Uh, I'm turning that sense appeal off. You have a, the next generation machine that you made from the sense appeal. You went up 
and uh, made another machine called the Flash and Go. Tell me about the Flash and Go. Okay, so the Flash and Go is uh, it just it has a slightly smaller. It's four two by it's three by one, so it's four square centimeters rather than six. It's got the same broad spectrum light technology. We call it HPL or Home Pulse Light, and um, it's it's actually more commercially available at play, you know places around the country. And but it works on virtually the same technology. It's got a little bit smaller head so that you can get it into tighter places, whether you're doing an upper lip or whether you want to do the bikini line. Uh, it's probably a little bit more maneuverable into those tighter spots than the sense appeal is. Other than that, they have a sensor that's the same. It's the same spectrum of light and uh, the same energies that come out of it. Well, you know, this is a pretty small... Uh, you know, actually, you know, when I look at it, the, the energy... Producing part of it, about the plexi head is the treatment head is slightly smaller. Uh, it has a sensor thing right next to it to check your skin type. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and fire the flash and go up. Let's see how this goes. All right, it's got that same tone, uh, you know, the little fan going. And let's try a little bit further down that forearm. Let's see how this goes. Now, when I put this, this has a little bit different design. This has two little lights on top that uh, I guess there there's a lightning bolt and an exclamation point now when I put it up against my skin it flutters what does that mean that means that you have good contact against the skin surface remember these will not operate it protects your eyes from the from the flash they will not operate unless you're actually touching the skin surface and that tells you that you're in good contact okay so here we are good good skin contact we're gonna fire this one two three now, on the lowest setting, that felt like it was a little bit more power. Ah, now, hold on. I, I just fired it, and I pulled it off the skin, and now I've got a little orange light where it shows sort of maintenance or setup or something, and uh, the, the first bar is flashing. What happened there? Uh, it's possible that the, uh, the, the cartridge uh, flashed uh, sooner than it, or you pulled it off sooner than when the cartridge was done flashing. And uh, in which case, sometimes that happens, in, in which case you would just turn it off, turn it back on, and it's, it's all computerized and it will correct any glitches that happen, just like when you're, if you have a cell phone glitch or a computer glitch at home. Um, but it always errs on the side of safety. So if there's something that the unit thinks might go wrong, it's going to give you those orange lights. Okay. And uh, sometimes that can happen if you break contact before it stops uh, pulsing. All right, let's give this a shot again and see how it goes. One, two, three. All right, yeah. Okay, yeah, this time I left it on there, and I think we're doing okay. But So this is a smaller head, and uh, so you were saying it's designed for maybe tighter spaces. Tighter spaces, um, you know, really it, we people have options. And um, some people who want to treat, you know, the most common areas that we see people buying these for are the underarms, the upper lip, and the bikini. And then what happens is now that they have it at home, they want to start doing everything. And so we've given them an option to, to determine, okay, do you think you're going to want to do full body hair reduction treatments? Then the sense appeal will get you there faster because it's a larger treatment area. If not, you want to do your bikini, your underarm, your upper lip, even your forearms, but not necessarily a leg or on a man, not necessarily a chest or back, then the flash and go is the device for them. 
Okay, and what are the limitations of these things? We talked a little bit about Fitzpatrick scale. Who are the types of people that maybe should not be using these devices? That's a great question. And, you know, um, obviously one of the things is the ideal candidate is light skin, dark hair. As the hair gets lighter or the skin gets darker or any combination thereof, they become less appropriate users of this device. So if you have somebody has white, really blonde, or light red hair, then the effect that they're going to see is not going to be the optimal effect like they would with darker hair. The other thing is, since you're in Miami, um, you know that when, when the melanocytes or the pigmented cells within the skin get excited through tanning, then they can readily absorb that energy greater than at other times. And so what is recommended is not to use it while you are actively tanning, to wait a couple of weeks after you're done tanning, let your skin, uh, uh, your suntan go down a little bit, and then really be concentrating on doing a couple of those test spots before you go ahead and, and do the rest of your, your treatments. And the other thing is, uh, you know, is any hair, hair growth can be triggered by a number of factors. And certainly you know more this, about this than I do, but we want to make sure that if your hair growth is triggered by a hormonal imbalance, then that's something you want to be very careful of in terms of making that hair go away without seeing a physician. The physician is always the best person that's going to say, you know what, if you have a hormonal imbalance, you can do it, but let's, let's keep an eye on what's going on inside your, inside your body to make sure that, you know, everything stays at the appropriate levels. Right. Well, of course. I mean, this is just a device to help lose the hair. If you have abnormal hair growth, it's certainly something you should you know, see your doctor about. Make sure that everything is is as it should be. And some people just have lots of hair, and some people have it, and it, and it could be a sign of a problem. So that's a, a fair point. But you mentioned test spots. Let's mention that. Let's talk about that a little bit. You know, when you order this stuff online, they get the UPS shows up at your door, and you take it out of the box the first time. You're going to be excited. You want to try using it and see how the results are. First of all, you're not going to see immediate results. Remember, you've got to shave the hair in any area that you want to treat, and that hair normally would take some time to grow back anyway. But you're not going to know how well it's working until you get, some time goes by and you see whether or not the hair growth is the same as it was. And it takes a few treatments to get enough energy down into the follicle to get great results. And that's more so with home devices that can't have the same amount of energy as something in a doctor's office. So you have to be patient to see the end results. Also, talking about test spots, that's a very, very important thing to do. Even though these machines are very conservative and they are looking for the skin type and making sure that we don't have any problems treating skin that's too dark, Sometimes it's not going to be a perfect sensor, and sometimes someone with a little bit darker skin may have a more aggressive response to the machine. So doing a test spot in each area that you intend to treat is a good idea, and that's important, each area you intend to treat, because the hair around your groin or bikini area may be different, and the skin may be different than the skin and the hair in your underarm area, which may be different than the hair and the skin on your leg. So always do a, a small test spot 
in each of those areas, give it a little bit of time, maybe even you know an hour or two, not just a minute to see what happens. You want to be real conservative. Make sure you don't get any blisters forming. The skin doesn't get super, super red. And in most cases, that's not going to happen. And then you can proceed and do your treatments. But those test spots are super important. You definitely need to do that to make sure that what you're about to do to yourself with these machines is not going to hurt you. Because you're doing this to get a great benefit. You don't want to do it and have a big problem. So let's uh, take another commercial break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about a third device made by a company called TRIA. And the TRIA works in a little bit of a different mechanism, but still has the same idea. The whole show is all about home hair reduction devices. We'll be back after this short break on New Reflections. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Cosmetic surgery is a big deal. If you need a coronary bypass procedure, you probably want someone you trust and not the biggest bargain in town. You might get more than you bargained for. This is your face and body we're talking about. Do your homework. My doctor trained with world-renowned plastic surgeons. My doctor is a fully board-certified plastic surgeon. My doctor is an MD and on staff at several Florida hospitals. My doctor is an associate professor of surgery at a major university. My doctor is Adam Rubenstein. People pick a doctor based on trust, and you can trust Dr. Rubenstein. He has the experience, knowledge, and artistic touch you're looking for. Call 305-792-7575. Call today for a free consultation in a multilingual office. That's 305-792-7575. Dr. Adam Rubenstein, Turnberry Plastic Surgery at Biscayne Boulevard and the William Lehman Causeway, where medicine meets artistry. My doctor is Adam Rubenstein. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to New Reflections with Dr. Adam Rubenstein. If you have a question or comment for the host or this week's guests, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You can also send an email to info at dr-rubenstein.com. That's info at dr-rubenstein.com. Now, back to New Reflections. Back to New Reflections. I'm your host, Dr. Adam Rubenstein, board-certified plastic surgeon, and we're here uh, talking about home hair reduction. And we've just had a great conversation talking about the Silken products, uh, the Sense Appeal and the Touch and Go, that work using home IPL, or intense pulsed light devices. Um, now we're going to talk about something a little bit different. And we're just short on the guests. We're hoping we can get him connected but this is a, a, a device that's made by a company called TRIA. And the TRIA device is a different type of mechanism. It works a little bit differently than the way uh, the Skinovations device, the Silken devices, work. So this device looks, you know, when I compare the two devices, this looks pretty much like 
the uh, the silken touch and go. It's a little bit sleeker in design. Let me grab this and get it next to me. Now, one of the nice things about this device is it's uh, it's portable and does not need to be plugged in. It holds its charge. And this, the, the silken devices, uh, Scott, and tell me if I'm wrong, silken devices are an intense pulsed light device. That's the basis. Isn't that right? Yes, that's correct. They, uh, they are based on a broad spectrum of light rather than a single beam of uh, light like the uh, laser devices are. Right, and so uh, the device I'm holding in my hand, this is the TRIA device, and this is a single wavelength of light. And uh, it works using diode laser, which uh, we were talking about earlier is at the 810 nanometer wavelength, and that is probably the most common wavelength used for hair reduction. That's the same wavelength that your silken products, I'm sure, are focused on to create hair reduction effects. Now, with the, the, the advantage of the TRIA, perhaps, over the silicon devices, the sense appeal and, and the touch and go, is that it is a laser which is specifically at 810. That's a little bit more direct to that wavelength that, that we seem to think is probably the best for treating hair reduction. However, it's also a downside. When you're using that 810 nanometer wavelength, that's tuned to dark hair and dark hair specifically, and there's no fall-off. You know, a laser is a single wavelength of light, as opposed to the IPL device, the intense pulsed light device, that has a little bit of a spectrum. So for people with gray hair, red hair, blonde hair, silver hair, white hair, it's not the, the TRIA device, the laser, is not necessarily going to be the best choice for colors that vary from dark Hair, whereas you might get a little bit of a response, you know, more so with the silken products for different colors of hair, maybe red or, or perhaps blonde. You know, what do you tell folks if, if they call your customer service line, Scott, and they say, you know, I've got blonde hair, can I use this for blonde hair? Yeah, typically, we'll, honestly, we'll try to talk them out of it. I mean, you will get a result. We've certainly had a number of of customers that have had great results with blonde hair, but it's not recommended for blonde hair. You know, really, and you can attest to this, really no light-based or laser-based device uh, would consider itself to be optimally used on somebody with blonde hair. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. It, you really have to have some kind of pigment. Now, I will say that, uh, you know, through the years we've had laser devices and IPL devices in the office. And there's a certain amount of response that each person's going to have based on their hair and their skin type. So, you know, if you're not getting a great response with laser, sometimes IPL, because it does have more spectrums of light, more wavelengths in there, uh, it, you're going to get a better response with IPL. So, you know, if you've tried laser hair re reduction, or I, I like to call it reduction because I don't really think you get rid of all the hair, though sometimes you, you might manage that. Most of the time you will have some hair growth. So I like to call it reduction, not removal. But regardless of that, if you're getting a treatments with laser and you feel like, well, it's okay, it's not great, uh, not really getting as much reduction as I thought I would, you might want to think of giving, uh, giving an IPL device a try because it works a little bit differently. And I've had patients that laser just, for whatever reason, was not fit in the bill. We tried IPL, and that did a great job, and vice versa. And we've done IPL treatments 
to try and reduce hair, and it didn't give us a great response, but then you switch to laser, and that works well. And there are going to be some people that just won't respond to anything. And the lighter the hair, the more difficult it is going to be to treat. So if you're telling blonde folks not to do it, I assume white and gray hair is going to be the same situation. What about red hair? Red hair is uh, it's an interesting phenomenon, and, and, you know, the red hair seems to have somewhat of a little bit darker uh, pigment and more density in it. And except for the fact that red hair is thin, the color gets absorbed by the energy. So people with red hair, you know, in our experience with the home devices, people with red hair have gotten uh, better results than people with blonde hair, obviously not as good a results with people with brown or black hair. All right, and that's what I would expect. That's, of course, what we see in the office, and I think it is pretty uh, standard throughout the entire industry. So, you know, here I have this TRIA device. They were so kind in getting it to me. Uh, let me turn it on. Just a uh, simple little button on top. And, uh, well, you know what? I think I just heard from our engineer that we've got uh, Tim Bunch uh, from TRIA on the line. Well, let me introduce Tim Bunch is the, uh, the manager for North America, in the marketing and sales for Tria, who make this hair reduction device. So, uh, Tim, thanks for joining us. I'm glad we are able to get you on the show. Welcome to New Reflections. Hi, thanks for having me. Glad to be on the show. Well, thanks for calling in. I've got the device. We're just about to, to give myself a treatment with it. I, I have uh, Scott Lyon from Silken on, on the show with us, and uh, Scott and I have been chatting about it and talking about the differences between the Tria device and the Silken devices. Of course, this is a true laser, and I think, to my knowledge, it's the only real uh, home laser hair reduction device that's available today. Is that right? Yeah, it's the only one that's cleared by the FDA for the United States. Ah, well, that, that's what, yeah, of course, we're talking about the United States. And, yeah, that, it, this is the only laser for home use. That's, and this is a, a diode laser at 810 nanometers, right? Yes, that's correct. Okay, so it, it works in the same wavelengths. This is more specific. So let's give this a shot. I've got the device in my hand. I turn it on. I've got a screen on top that shows me that the battery is well charged, and it, it's giving me a little pulsating wavelength on the bottom. And you guys have a sensor on the base of the device. So if I, 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 I'm supposed to press this against my skin, right? Yeah, you press it against, and that's a safety sensor to make sure that it's treating the right types of skin. Uh, you know, you can't, with a laser hair removal, treat very dark pigment skins, you know, the higher levels on the Fitzpatrick scale of uh, skin color. And so we put that safety in there just to make sure that as consumers use it, they'll get the best experience from it. Okay, so the, your, your sensor is on the base of the device, so I press it up against my skin. And you just heard it. I guess that sounds a good sound, right? That sound tells That's me that I'm good. That's the sound of success, yes. <laughs> All right, so we're we're good to go, and I see it set on one, and I'm a, I mentioned before what a wimp I am. So if I press this against my skin, do I have to hit anything or it, a trigger, or does it automatically? No, it does it automatically. It has a sensor on it to make sure that the is fully flush with the skin. So if you uh-huh. just put that up against your skin, it should start to fire. Okay, let's do that. I'm putting it up against my skin. Uh, well, it made two little beeps. Does that mean it fired? Yeah, if it makes a beep. Now, on the lower levels, you're not going to feel it as much. And, you know, the lower levels are great to kind of get used to the device and experience it. We highly recommend that people trade on levels three, four, or five. That's where you're going to see the most benefit as a higher level of energy is delivered to the hair follicle. 
Okay, so let's do this in a stepwise fashion. I, you know, the, the level one, I really didn't feel much at all. So let's go ahead and put it up to three. Okay, so now I'm up to three, and I'm going to press it against my skin. Let's see how this does. All right, really pretty pretty cold. It's not really, uh, doesn't really generate much heat at all. I'm, uh, I'm being brave today. I'm going to go all the way up to five again. Let's try this. Uh, now that you can feel. And looking at my skin, I, you know, I, I don't see too much redness, really hardly any at all. Now, do you guys recommend an overlap? Yeah, we do recommend that you do it in an overlapping fashion. In fact, in the instruction booklet there, we have a diagram that shows how the tip should be overlapped, treating a small area to make mm -hmm. sure that you, know, you totally target each hair follicle. Well, you know, the, the design of the TRIA device is a little bit different than the silicon devices. The silicon devices have a rectangular treatment head that gets a broader area, so it's going to be a little more efficient, but it, it is, even with the touch-and-go, which is the smaller head, it's not nearly as small as the TRIA device. The TRIA device looks like it's about a one-centimeter diameter circle. Is that about right? Yeah, yeah, it is a small treatment head, and that is because it is an actual laser versus a light. Now, if you look at the clinical studies done with IPL, and I can't say specifically to the Silken device, I haven't reviewed their clinical studies, but versus IPL and laser, what you'll see is the IPL devices tend to have a larger head, but in the clinicals that they submitted to FDA, um, they had to treat the same area multiple times, flashing the skin multiple times with it. So there again, I'm not speaking to the Silken's data as I haven't specifically looked at theirs, but other IPL um, as it's been submitted. And so with the laser, you are having a smaller head, but in terms of times of actually treating the skin, you don't have to fire in the same spot multiple times to get the benefit. Yeah, I was just going to ask you that, if you do multiple passes. Now, you know, with, we talked earlier about the silicon device really recommending only a single pass per treatment. Uh, but, you know, I, there's an, I see advantages and disadvantages of both. Looking at the TRIA device, I think it's going to be a lot nicer to treat small, difficult-to-reach areas like an upper lip, maybe in the bikini area, getting around the inner thighs, uh, you know, going around that sensitive spots, uh, trying not to treat the wrong areas and, and treating only the ones you want to treat. Um, so I think it's going to be more precise, but it probably is going to take a little bit longer to do a treatment. Uh, let's talk about treatment times. Let's say you're sitting at home watching your favorite uh, sitcom and you've got the TRIA device while you're watching and you're treating, say, your from your elbow to your wrist. You're treating your arms. How long is the estimated time to treat an arm? You know, arms are one area that we find aren't the most common, um, and so I don't know that one just offhand. Armpits tend to be one of the most common treated areas for us. We recommend for each armpit around 200 pulses per armpit, and to do that for both armpits, it's around 10 to 15 minutes, so for each individual one, around 5 to 8 minutes. Now, if you extrapolate that to the whole arm, it depends if you're doing, you know, just one side or fully around the arm, that is going to be significantly larger because that is a large surface area. Okay. Uh, and now to compare, Scott, looking at, the, say, the silken, uh, let's say the, the touch-and-go, which is probably going to be easier to manipulate and a little bit fairer comparison to the TRIA device, how long do you guys recommend treatments for an underarm? Well, 
given four square centimeters of spot on the flash and go and three and a half seconds per pulse, we're talking about, let's just say we're talking about 20 pulses on an, on an underarm. Mm-hmm. So you extrapolate that out to just a little over a minute. All right. So the, the bigger head definitely leads to faster results. And uh, certainly I think you're, the, the laser of the tree is going to be a little bit more specifically tuned. So again, it kind of comes down to what it is you're trying to treat. In my estimation, in all fairness, having you guys both on the show, I don't have anything vested in either company or anything to disclose about any relationships. I'm looking at the devices. I think they're both good choices. I would probably say the, the TRIA device is going to be a little easier to use around things like the upper lip, uh, in the groin, the areas that are tight fits because the touching goes a little bit broader head. But if you're looking at doing bigger, broad areas, it's going to be faster using the silken devices by far, especially if you get into the sense appeal, which is a much bigger head than the touch and go. Um, I think you're going to get much faster treatments. The laser is probably going to give you a little bit more intense energy down onto that follicle. So, you know, these, these are all the choices you guys have when you're thinking about buying a device. Let's now, talk... One- I'm sorry, go ahead. One thing to consider, and you know, yourself as a physician have probably seen a lot of the clinical data, is really the published data between laser hair removal and IPL. As you look at laser hair removal, which most physicians in the market have switched to, you know, IPL was one of the first hair re- permanent hair removal devices. Um, now in the professional market, a lot of that has shifted to laser hair removal. But we re- believe there really is a reason for that, and that is because of the real efficacy of the permanent hair reduction. And so, you know, looking at a lot of the clinical studies, we believe as TRIA that laser hair removal is really the pinnacle and the best, most permanent solution. And so I think that that's always one thing to consider um, and definitely would direct to a lot of our published data, like by Dr. Wieland that has been published in different journals and scientific uh, publications. I think that's true. I, and I, I, even at the start of the show, when, when, we, when I was just doing an introduction, talking about the, the different choices, you know, we went through the evolution and the history of it. And I think it's fair to say that the, uh, I, I think lasers are a little bit more intense and are going to get you from point A to point B a little faster. You, know, you, you mentioned having to do multiple treatments with the IPL as compared to uh, you know, less treatments with the laser. And I think that's true. Uh, so it really comes down to your, to each individual's preference. And, you know, as far as I see, they're both good devices. You're going to get hair reduction with both of them. I think if you have really dark hair and you're treating smaller areas, then there probably is an advantage to the, to the TRIA. Uh, I think if you're treating big, broad areas just for the point of convenience, you may want to sacrifice some of the intensity of the energy for the speed that you can do your treatments. Because, hey, you know, we're the microwave generation. We don't have it in a minute or less, then uh, you know, we're getting bored with it and, and probably not going to follow through. But the results, I think, are going to be great. And, and I think you're right. I think uh, that using a laser is going to be a little bit more intense energy and give you more specific hair reduction, uh, though I think you can get good results with both. So it's really a personal choice. I'm not pitting one device better or, or more superior to the other. I think there's plus and minuses to both of them. And, and frankly, I was skeptical when we were preparing this show. I'm not a big fan of home treatments, but they're both pretty damn good devices, uh, all three of them. So we're coming up on just a minute left on the show. I want to give you guys both the chance to say uh, where people can find us and what are the costs. Scott, tell me, what does it cost to get a sense appeal and a uh, touch and go? Okay, so the uh, sense meter head is available at multiple systems online. 
mm-hmm. from four ninety nine. You can also see it on Shop NBC. Okay. Uh, the Flash and Go is two hundred ninety nine dollars, and you can see it uh, in stores at Sephora, at Bed Bath and Beyond, on Nordstrom, and so this, um, some other dot com stores. So Sense Appeal four ninety nine. I'm sorry, I keep calling it the touching goes. The Flash and Go. The Flash and Go is what was the price? I'm sorry, it's two hundred ninety nine. Okay, and looking at the TRIA device, we're in the same range, right, Tim? Tell me the, the price of the, of the, the TRIA device and, and where we can find it. Yeah, the TRIA device is three ninety five. You can find it on TRIABeauty.com, also at Bloomingdales.com or NeimanMarcus.com. You know, and one difference on the price is with the TRIA device, there's a single-time purchase just for the device. Unlike the IPL devices, you don't have to rebuy a flash lamp head. And so while well, slightly more than the Flash & Go, it is a one-time purchase that you won't ever have to buy another item for it again. That's a fair point, because those heads do need to be replaced every now and then. Uh, I want to thank you both, uh, Scott Lyon from Homes Innovations, the makers of the Silken Devices, the Sense Appeal, and the Flash and & Go, and uh, Tim Bunch from Tria with their laser hair reduction device, the Tria available at TriaBeauty.com. Thank you both for coming on the show. It's been a great discussion. look forward to shows coming up next week where we'll be talking about all sorts of new things coming up. Uh, We've got review of plastic surgery websites, different neck lift treatments, stem cells coming up, even genetically designed skincare products, all coming up in future shows. Join us every week, Saturday, 12 to 1 Eastern, 9 to 10 Pacific, on New Reflections. Thanks for listening. We hope you stayed informed and entertained today on New Reflections. Please join your host, Dr. Adam Rubenstein, again next Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You can also email the doctor at info at dr-rubenstein.com or visit his website at www.dr-rubenstein.com. And don't forget to join us next Saturday for new reflections on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a beautiful weekend.